Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, and now joining us is Jamie Smith of ESPN FC and No Nay Never, the podcast, the website, the Twitter, you, you, all of them. Just go check all of those out. All the things. <laughs> Everything. Uh, he's here to talk with us about Burnley at the moment. Uh, you pull off a, for many, I would assume, a surprise draw of Manchester United. How did that match go for you? Yeah, obviously we were under a lot of pressure and United had chances. I think 37 shots or something stupid. Um, but they didn't have that many clear-cut chances, I think. Ibrahimovic missed a really good chance at the end. But for all their, their possession, I don't think... It was a case of they should have won 5 6 nil. I think balance of play, they obviously dominated. Um, but that's not how football works. So a lot of people saying United deserve to win. Like, no, you've got to put the ball in the net. You can't just like win by default by having more of the ball. That's not, fo- that's not football. <laughs> but uh, it's, it sounds bizarre to say when we had so many shots against us. But I thought defensively, we were outstanding. The two lads at the back, Michael Keane and Ben Mee, were both terrific. And in goal, Tom Heaton probably played as well as any goalkeeper will play in the Premier League this season. I think he made 11 saves. The one from Ibrahimovic's volley is sensational. You watch that and it just gets better every time you see it. It was absolutely world-class. And I think a point was, was fully deserved, really, with the way we played. Obviously, we were set up for a draw, really. I'd have rather we we pushed on a bit, especially after Ander Herrera was sent off. I think the opportunity was there to to have a bit of a go, but I can understand why why we decided nil nil was a good result. That's four points from games against Everton and Man United in the last two games. We were unlucky to lose to Arsenal recently as well. So we are competing with, with teams at the top end of the table, which is very promising because away from home we've been quite poor this season and that's the first time we've really looked capable of getting anything away from home and to do it at Old Trafford will be a massive confidence boost for, for everyone at the club, I think. Yeah, and in this match, we saw Andre Gray return from suspension. How do you think he'll fit back into the side, especially considering Vokes did fairly well in his absence? Yeah, I think it'll be basically the same as we saw on on Saturday with the return to a four four two with Gray and Vokes up front together. It's what we played for most of last season. It worked very well. Um, the 4-5-1's done okay in Gray's absence. we beat Everton, lost to Arsenal, had a couple of mixed results. I think we got beat heavily at Southampton as well. So there were reasons to stick with it and reasons to get rid of it. Uh, Gray was obviously going to be very hungry after having four matches off, which turned out to be six weeks because of the international break. So it's a long time since he's played. He, I don't think he played an hour because obviously he's probably a bit rusty. 
Um, but his pace gives us a real asset. There were a couple of times when we, we stretched United in the first half in particular because they had pushed up so far the space in behind for Gray to get in behind and we could have exploited that if maybe Gray had been a bit sharper. Um, but yeah, I think he, he's pretty much guaranteed to play most games because he's the best player we've got in front of goal and create chances for him, he's going to score goals. The problem we've had is the supply line to Gray and Volks hasn't quite been as effective as it could have been so far this season. So there's been games where we've created one chance, two chances, and then if the striker doesn't take it, you're not going to score a goal. So I think creatively we could do more. Gray's return to the side gives us more options. It gives us more ways of playing. We don't just have to look for the long ball to Sam Volks, which I think we rely on a bit too much at times. Um so, yeah, hopefully as as Gray returns to the side and gets back to match fitness, um, it'll give us more attacking threat. Dash likes to play with two strikes. He thinks it always causes more problems to the opposition. So I think the 4 the one's an option, and it's good that we've got that flexibility because the last two times we've been in the Premier League, we have pretty much played the same way all the time. You get worked out eventually in the Premier League if you do that. So having the 4 one's a good thing to have uh, in our locker, maybe for away games where we're expected to be under a lot of pressure, but I think it was a good move to go back to four four two at United. They were vulnerable at the back. We saw that a couple of times. Gray was hungry. And it, it paid off with a, a good point in the end. Volks has done okay. He's got three goals, but I think Gray's the man that we're all expecting to score the goals that, that keep us up if that happens. So he has to be in the team for me. Fair enough. We just talked how he's gonna fit in. How have your new signings been fitting in? I know DeFour is struggling with an injury still. Yeah, he's missed the last couple of games, which is a surprise that we've done so well without him because he was immediately looking like the the vital player in the team. So that again, it's really positive that we've been able to get points without Defoe because at times it was looking like he was on a totally different level to most of our team. Um, the other guy in midfield, Jeff Hendricks, done pretty well. He wasn't at his best at United, but it's a difficult game to be a midfielder when you see so little of the ball more about just closing down space, being in the right place. And I think he did that fine. He's taken some stick from his performance, but I think he was actually all right. Um, on the wing, Goodmanson is coming into his own. It's took him a bit of time to adapt to the Premier League, as he'd expect. Last season, he was playing for Charlton, who were at the bottom of the Championship. So it's a massive step up to then be competing against the likes of Man United. But he's a very clever player. He's direct. He likes to go for goal. His delivery is pretty good. I think we're going to see more and more from him in the next few weeks. Um, the only disappointment really has been that the two lads that are on loan haven't really had much impact yet. John Flanagan's come off the bench in the last two games for Stephen Ward because he's been injured and he's done quite well. Um, but Dash doesn't tend to change his defence unless, unless he has to. So I think Flanagan's opportunities are still going to be restricted. And Patrick Bamford, he didn't really get a look in when Gray was suspended, so it's hard to see how he's going to get any time at all now that Gray's back. And also, Ashley Barnes is available. He made his first appearance of the season at Old Trafford, so um, I, I would expect Bamford probably will go back to Chelsea in January just because he's not getting minutes at Burnley. And there's no point us having him if, if he's not going to play. Um, but yeah, summer signing's been... They're, they're all developing quite nicely, I think. With the 4-4-2, when, when Defoe's back fit, I imagine it'll be Defoe and Hendrick in midfield, so it'll be a whole new midfield from last season. I'm looking forward to seeing how that works because I think that's going to be the strongest central midfield we've had in, in a long time, really. I think they'll be a good fit. Yeah, uh, at the back, you mentioned um, 
how impressive you were with Keenan. Me, obviously the one behind them is Tom Heaton, who has been fantastic this year. He's uh, first in the league in saves, and it's not even a little bit close uh, <laughs> yeah. with him on 59, Pickford on 36 in second. Uh, obviously a little concerning that you're allowing that many shots, but just how important yeah. is Heaton to this team's success? He's been fantastic. I mean, um, I'm not as carried away as a lot of Burnley fans are like, oh, he's world-class now, he should be playing for England. I think that's probably pushing it a little bit, but... You can't underestimate how important he is for us. Um, he's our captain as well. Uh, you don't see many goalkeeper captains these days, um, but he does that job very well. He's very vocal. Um, and I think the understanding between Heaton and his back four is very strong. It's back four that's been together for pushing a year now, pretty much without any changes to that back four and Heaton. So the understanding's good. Heaton's making a lot of saves. As you say, we'd probably like it to be less saves and we can't be expecting him to make 11 saves every week that's really unfair um but being so busy i think has got him into really good form is now the stage where the opposition have a chance and you're expecting heaton to save it um but i suppose when you're at the bottom of the table your goalkeeper's always going to be quite busy so it's it's a bit of a concern but i'm not too worried about it i would like to get to a position where he's not having to make a dozen saves every week. Um, but the bright side is that he's very reliable and it's not like you're worried about shots coming in. You you expect him to make saves, although the, the save you made from, from Ibrahimovic I've already mentioned, I don't think you'd expect anyone to make that save. It's just ridiculous. It was but a really also, fun one to watch, the way he just got huge, <laughs> just like frog-leaped yeah, at him. It was interesting that uh, Peter Schmeichel was tweeting about it, saying it was one of the best saves in the Premier League era and it was very much like Peter Schmeichel the way he came out just made himself look vast and I think even though there were defenders behind him on the line um, it's just you just don't expect keepers to to get anything on that and it's probably a bit of luck involved in a save like that but I think all the credit has to go to him for that and he's playing fantastically I I understand why some Burnley fans are saying he should be in the England team instead of Joe Hart but um I think it's it's difficult to get rid of someone who's so experienced at that level for Hart, for, for Heaton, who's he's still only played like six minutes for England. I imagine he might get some time um, in the friendly against Spain that's coming up. But, yeah, I think talk of him being England's number one <laughs> is a bit, um, a bit biased from Burnley supporters, maybe. Fair enough. Uh And I wanted to ask you about Sean Dyche. So many managers come up and then are immediately under fire and sacked. Obviously, we saw you last time you came up and you stuck with him. I assume that that would still be the case. And anything else worth noting about Dice at the moment? Yeah, I think uh, the stability is is crucial. You see a lot of teams that someone, one of them, like, okay, it's worked for them the last few years that they've uh, had bad starts and then sat the manager, got somebody else in and they've stayed up. But you can't live by the seat of your pants doing that every year, just sacking managers and hoping it works. Um, so obviously we stuck with Daesh. We're a club that is not renowned for getting rid of managers. We tend to be more patient than a lot of clubs. I think there's been a couple of managers that have had more time than perhaps they should have and certainly than they would have at other clubs. Um, I think it's four years on Sunday, I think, since Daesh was appointed which means there's only Wenger and Eddie Howe at Bournemouth, I think, that have been in their jobs long, longer. And 
I think it's a sign of the, the state of the game, isn't it? That four years for a manager now feels like a very long time. But I think everyone wants to see him at Burnley for another four years. Like if we got relegated, no one would be calling for his head really, apart from a, a few people. But I think it's understood that to get a, a better job further up the Premier League, he's probably going to have to keep Burnley up because I, I don't understand why a Premier League club would go for someone who keeps taking teams down, although the promotions are in his favour. So I think um, it's it's in Dyche's best interest to do everything he can to keep us up for his future career. But at the moment, it seems like certainly short-term, medium-term, he's going to be Burnley's manager and the vast majority of fans will be delighted with that. I think he's still got work to do. He's still quite inexperienced, really. He's only been a manager for five, six years. So there's, there's things that you can still improve. I think tactically there's still work to do, but that will come in time. And I think we're very lucky to have someone who's got his head screwed on. He doesn't kick off like some managers all the time. He doesn't make everything about him. And he seems incredibly level-headed and a very good fit for the club. All right, and with all of that in mind, what's the goal for the end of the season? Has it changed at all from the beginning or is it still kind of 17th or bust? Nah, it's, it's still just trying to stay up. I mean... We've had two seasons in the Premier League, been relegated both times, not really been that close on either occasion. So um, I think if you offered any Burnley fan 17th, now you'd snap the hand off. Table looks good for us now. We've got Palace at home on Saturday. If we get a result in that one, it'll look very good going into the next international break. But I think there's a couple of clubs still below us that you'd expect to, to improve. West Ham are below us. They're not likely to finish below us. Stoke. I think if they beat Swansea um, today, Monday, then they'll go above us. You'd expect Stoke to be above us. So it's it's just keeping the clubs that are below us, below us, really. They're all going to change managers. <laughs> probably Swansea already have. Someone probably will soon. Um, Hall might be tempted, even though they're only just given feel on the job. So there's going to be chaos everywhere apart from at Burnley, I think, in the next few months. We're going to keep it nice and steady, even if we lost six, seven, eight in a row. Won't be any panic. We'll just keep doing what we're doing, and hopefully it'll be enough. I still think it's going to be close. It's going to be a long, long battle, especially over the winter. Um, but I think we've got a chance. The way we've been playing in some of the games, we look equipped for the Premier League. Whereas the two times we've been before, it's kind of looked like we're just there to enjoy the ride. Whereas this time, it really feels like the players that we've brought in are good enough. Um, the tactics are working well. The whole club just seems like it fits in the Premier League more than it has done before. And that's how it has to be because we can't just keep pretending to be a Premier League club when this is three seasons in, in seven years or something. So I think there's a real um, drive and desire to, to make it stick this time. The TV deals are, are immense, but if you stay in the Premier League, I think it sets your club up for 25, 30 years rather than just getting the one-off payment and then the, the parachute. So I think the, the goal is still survival, but we're in a good position. Everyone's delighted with the start of the season, so hopefully we can keep it up because we've got some real momentum now, beating Everton, drawing with Man United. Palace home's a massive game. We've got to make the most of that and win that. We'll be in a fantastic shape. Mm. Yeah, i, I got to imagine it's a little comforting pretty much knowing that Sunderland and Hull aren't really contending much this season. Does that offer any hope or is it just you just have to kind of run your own race and see where it ends up? It sort of does. I mean, um, you look at the table and Sunderland look gone, but it's Sunderland. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they always seem to stay up. So 
I, I'm more confident that Hull are going to go down than Sunderland at this point, just because Sunderland keep finding a way to get out of it. Um, Swansea, I'm not convinced by by Bob Bradley. I think uh, he's a good manager, but I don't think he's right for for the situation. So I think they're going to struggle. Um, and then it's a case of finding one more. It could well be Sunderland. Uh, Middlesbrough had a good result the weekend. I think they're going to be around us. I think if we finish above Borough, we're probably safe. Finish below them, we're going to be in trouble because I think they're going to be right on the line as well. Um, but yeah, I think um, the, the position we're in, we'd have taken that at the start of the season. We've got a winnable game at the weekend. Palace have to come up here. They've just conceded four at the weekend. We've been very strong at home. Only lost to Arsenal and Swansea. Arsenal were very unlucky. Swansea was a tight game, so we solid at home. We're going to get most of our points at home, and we have to keep doing that, but we also need to get points on the road, and that's why getting a draw at Old Trafford could be so significant because it gives us that confidence that we can get results away, and you have to do that. It's all very well saying your home form keeps you up, but you can't get 35 points from home. You have to pick up wins away from home as well, and I think that's going to be the key for us, proving that we can do that in the next few weeks. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out. Why don't you tell the folks where they can find you? Always a pleasure. I host the No Name Ever podcast, which is all about Burnley FC. You can get that at net, and we're also on Twitter at net as well. And I also do blogs on Burnley FC for ESPN FC, which you can find at ESPNFC.com, I think, (laughs) slash Burnley. Probably. And you can also follow me on Twitter if you so wish. My at is at Jamie Smith with two Fs, not a TH. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again and best of luck to you for the rest of the season. No worries. Thanks a bunch. Mm-hmm.